Welcome to the Round the League podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Round the League podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and this is your podcast for everything sports. You can find this podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms at the Round the League podcast and on YouTube at B-Man Films. So let's go ahead and get into it, starting off with the NFL preseason. Starting off this week on Thursday was the second week of four for the NFL preseason. Each team plays three games. Um, week one was, of course, Cowboys and Steelers. Um, but we had some big um, players getting their first starts, getting their first starts for their new team, naming the rookies who I'm going to go over. Some of the top players coming out of the draft, starting off with the Patriots. Mac Wilson had a pretty good day being... Um, completing 13 of 19 passes for 87 yards. No touchdowns, but no picks. Um, so pretty good on his part. He only missed a couple of them. Uh, one of those passes was broken up, so um, only missing missing six passes in his first ever NFL um and the first ever ever NFL game was pretty good. The Titans, unfortunately, Julio Jones didn't end up playing um, for the first time in his old uh, stadium against his old team. Um... But moving into the Dolphins and Bears, this one's huge with uh, Tua Tungvaloa, uh, the number five overall pick uh, just one year ago. Um, he went 8 of 11 for 99 yards and one pick. Um, and his coach, Brian Flores, has come out after the game saying that he wants his quarterback to go after um, defenders on a turnover situation, if it's him, if it's not, um, which is a different take because a lot of um, a lot of coaches would much rather see their um, player get away um, rather than trying to take shots, especially Tua, who's been terribly injury prone. He had like four injuries on one play, um, almost ending his career. Um, but moving on to the other side for the Bears, um, they have a very interesting quarterback room with number one, Justin Fields, coming out of the draft. I believe he was um, top 15, going 14 of 20, only missing six with 142 yards and one touchdown. Andy Dalton with two of four for 18, and Nick Foles was one of three for eight. Justin Fields looking like the quarterback of the future for the Bears. Moving into the Ravens, since 2015, they have won 17 straight preseason games, which would qualify them for an um, undefeated regular season, something that has not happened since the Patriots did it um, in, in the early 2000s. And they continue that streak to 18-0, and beating the Saints 14-17. to Just thought that was something that I should highlight. The Jaguars, um, a huge team with uh, really, I really interesting, um, just a really interesting team. Starting off with Trevor Lawrence going six of nine for seventy-one yards, um, big game for him. And Gardner Minshew went four of eight for forty-seven. They also had Travis Etienne um, with one carry for two yards, and James Robinson, beast for me in fantasy last year. Um, went three um, carries for 13 yards. Tim Tebow didn't get any receptions today, but he was out there blocking, and he had, let's just say, interesting block attempt. He runs over, and he tries to set up the block. He ends up getting the block, but he just kind of pushes the guy and then falls down and then runs into his own guy. Um, so Tim Tebow, hopefully, um, is going to pan out for the um, Jaguars as they lose to the Browns 23-13. to 
For the 49ers, Trey Lance gets his first start, and he goes 5 of 14 for 128 yards and a touchdown. One of the weirdest stat lines I've seen. Um, Trey Sermon out of um, Ohio State leading his team to the championship last year goes 9 carries for 26 yards, averaging 3 yards per carry. Trey Lance, though, going 5 of 14 for 128. That is really weird. Um, stat line not a not a good completion percentage but got a lot of yards and ended up getting that touchdown and then Jimmy Garoppolo also goes three of three for 26 and Josh Rosen and Josh Rosen goes 10 of 15 for 93 and a pick now wrapping it up with the Colts of course with the absence of Carson Wentz because of his um ankle injury Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger have been fighting it out in practice to see who um, is going to get that starting spot at least for half the season. They split um, attempts pretty fairly evenly with Jacob Eason going 5 of 21 for 183. He definitely played the most. And Sam Ellinger goes 10 for 15 for 155 in a pick as the Indianapolis Colts get the win off of two touchdowns by Ben Laramie and Jordan Wickens. Also in the NFL, Michael Thomas has had a uh, feud with his team, uh, the Saints, after losing Drew Brees this past offseason. Um, he will be out for a couple of weeks to start off the season um, as he missed almost all of last year with an ankle injury. And um, he, um, there's something to do with his him getting ankle surgery and he didn't want it or he was told to get it and then something went something went wrong there um and there's a a fairly likely chance um that he could end up getting traded um or who knows what's going to happen there but he's a big piece that could possibly be on the trade block um but of course he's really interesting and I could definitely see um see teams shying away from him because of um the presence that he brings in the locker room in terms of how he's gotten in fights with teammates how he's had this open feud with his team so it will be very interesting to see what goes on there moving in to um the MLB with only two uh pieces of news two or three here so first off pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks one of the worst teams this year um they have a little bit um of a bright they have a little bit of a bright spot with with pitcher Tyler Gilbert throwing a no-hitter in his first big league start. That's amazing. Um, he no-hit the Padres, so pretty good team to no-hit. Um, pretty, good, pretty good team to no-hit. Um, so that's crazy. And they also, I believe, tied or broke a record as he throws the eighth no-hitter of the season. Um, a lot of people could say that that um, had a lot to do with the sticky substance, sticky substance um, that I previewed um, in that I've previewed uh, multiple times in other episodes. If you want, uh, you can go check those ones out. But um, basically, the grip enhancers that they used to make the, to uh, throw the ball with more spin rate um, that caused pitchers um, pitchers to really dominate the game a lot more um, than they had in the past. And also for the San Diego Padres, Fernando Tatis is coming back, one of the most electric players in the MLB. So that'll be huge for them trying to make a push for the playoffs, um, maybe getting, hopefully, um, trying to get a wild card spot in that loaded NL West division. Now, moving into the Olympics for the final time. On August 8th, um, the Olympics wrapped up, and I'm going to go ahead and do my final reports now. First off, in first place 
in terms of medal count, uh, they went by first place. Uh, first place was uh, by uh, gold medals, with the United States just edging out China with 39 gold medals, 41 silvers, and 33 bronzes. Far and away the most medals of any country combined, with 113. In second place, China with 38 medals. Um, 38 gold medals, 32 silver medals, and 18 bronze medals with 88 combined. Then the hosting host country, Japan, with 27 golds, 14 silvers, and 17 bronze um, with 85 combined. Fourth was Great Britain with 22, um, 22 gold, 21 silver, and 22 bronze with 65 overall. And finally was Russia or the Russian Olympic Committee with 20 of uh, 20 golds, 28 silvers, and 23 bronze with 71 overall. And the single athlete with the most medals was Caleb Dressel with five over with five medals overall, and all five of those were um, gold medals uh, for the U.S. in swimming. Now moving into college football, college football is so close to starting. Saturday, August 28th, currently it is the 15th, so um, I believe in two weeks we will have the first game to kick off the season, Some, um, some ba- a Big Ten matchup with Nebraska versus Illinois um, in week one. In week one, so that is huge. Um, um, I know Alabama and a couple, um, I'm sure a couple of the other SEC teams don't start until like September 4th, so a lot later. But um, I just wanted to go ahead and talk about that. And also, something weird that I heard was that the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 talk about a an alliance um, built around scheduling. So I don't know what that means. I'm guessing it has something to do to combat the um, new super conference stuff with the SEC. I don't know if that means like they will um, schedule more interleague matchups between these teams to try and build up... Um, like better, um, better strength of schedule, or I don't, I don't really know what that means, but that could be really interesting. Um, that could be really interesting with those teams possibly, like maybe um, every year one of those teams plays one team uh, from uh, the other two conferences, or however many um, we're in, um, we're gonna make up that alliance. Also, really interestingly, coming out of the PGA Tour. Um, we had a huge tie. We had a huge tie of six players, um, all coming in at 15 under at the Wyndham Championship, with um, all tied for first with Kevin Kistner, Esta Sungwoo Kim, Kevin Nam, Brendan Grace, Adam Scott, and Roger Sloan. Roger Sloan ends up getting the win, getting the win um, at four under in the playoff. So a record tying finish at the Wyndham Championship for the PGA, and now rounding it out, um, the Clippers trade Patrick Beverly and Rajon Rajon Rondo to the Memphis Grizzlies prefer point guard Eric Bledsoe. This was an this was a really interesting um, this was a really interesting trade as Eric Bledsoe returns um, to Los Angeles after being drafted uh, by the team in 2010. Hopefully, trying to get something out of. Um, Eric Bledsoe trying to make a push as they were so close to making it to the finals um, as they trade away Patrick Beverly, their longest tenured player for the uh, for the team. But that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the Roundly Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Round the League podcast. You can tune in next Wednesday for another episode.